five energy types. Think about the game of baseball. Manifestors are the pitcher. Nothing happens if they don't throw a pitch, right? There, there's an initiation right there. Something There's impact if they throw a pitch. They are informing, right? Because the, I think it's the catcher, forgive me, that's like doing the little signs and the pitcher's like, nope, I'm not throwing that pitch, right? They're like, nope, nope, nope. And then the pitcher mm -hmm. says what pitch they're going to throw. That's an initiation and they're informing. That's what I do. And by the way, if you've ever watched the game, they don't do a lot more than that. The generator, so Lindsay, the rest of the kiddos, they are consistently the batter. They are consistently responding to what is being initiated. You two beautiful humans as manifesting generators can be infield and outfield and the batter. And you could probably sub for the pitcher if you really had to, because y'all mm -hmm, can do mm -hmm. it all and you want to mm -hmm. do it all. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, so then Monique as the projector, she's the beautiful coach, right? She's guiding. She sees the insights and the wisdom of what is best for the team. And the reflector is the umpire who's auditing the whole thing. Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, old and new, to your favorite podcast, High Vibe in It. One of your favorites, I should correct, because we have another one of our favorite podcasters, two of our favorite podcasters who co-host an awesome show on the pod today so that we can geek out more about human design and other things that will help you to live your best life because our two very special guests today, Amy and Monique, are both human design experts, extraordinaires. Let me tell you when I say Lindsay and I were both on their show and when they dove into my chart, they saw they knew, they dissected, okay? They are very, very knowledgeable, super insightful, super intelligent. And um, they're also really fun ladies to hang out and be with. And they are just a beautiful blessing to this world. So we're really excited to collaborate in our first four-way ever podcast episode. We got your co-hosts, Kelsey Aida, Lindsay Robinson, and our guests, Amy and Monique. And they are just the best. So without me rambling on anymore, let's just dive in. Amy and Monique, thanks for being here. How you doing? Oh my <laughs> goodness. Thank you so much. What a warm welcome. We're so excited to be here. We're yeah, that was such you. a sweet welcome. Such a sweet welcome. Thank you for saying all those beautiful things. And we're we're really stoked to be on um, High Vibe in It. It is one of our favorite podcasts. We're glad that we all found each other and that we get to all like hang out and do this conversation. Um, thanks for, I think you've left out the word obsessed. We're also obsessed with looking um, at the chart. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all obsessed with each other and cut the episode. That's the end. Um, yeah, this is great. So their podcast is called Love Human Be Spirit. And I think we met because my assistant, my wonderful VA Beatrice was trying to find um, interviews who wanted to, or podcasts want to interview me. And then you guys said, yes, we'd love to have Kelsey on. And then when we met, we just like hit it off. And I was like, uh, this is amazing. And also you guys need to have Lindy on your show. And also y'all need to come on our show. So here we are now, <laughs> finally doing the thing. Yeah. And it was, it was so aligned. Amy and I both felt like when we met you, Kelsey, and you, when we got to have you on your message in the work that you do was just so aligned with so many of the 
you know, key messages in, in our, you know, in the work that we do individually, but also in our podcast. Um, and so it just, yeah. And then when we got to meet Lindsay and, and dive into a little bit of the work that she does and just, you guys are so amazing individually and together as a duo are, um, so engaging, informative, entertaining on your podcast. So it's just, it's a, like you said, you're a gift too. So thanks for, you know, I, I just want to give some of that back. Thanks, girl. Yay. Yeah, it's a love bubble in case you didn't notice. <laughs> um, but speaking and you're of- you're all invited. Yeah, everyone's invited to join in. And speaking of the work that you guys do, tell us a little bit about exactly what that is for people who are new to you and your vibe as like as a duo and then separately and also kind of how you got there. And I really want you to tell the story of how you met, which I know, but I want everyone else to know. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Amy. You want to go first? Can sure. Um, so, oh my goodness. So Monique and I ended up at the same human design, uh, reader training retreat in Costa Rica in January of 22. And, um, we were roommates, we got paired together. And, um, so I kind of busted in the door. She beat me there and I was like, so why do you think they roomed us together? Cause I'm a manifester and I really, every part of me wanted to have my own room, but I, way more of me wanted to create a really soul aligned relationship with someone that was as passionate about this as I was. And boy, did I hit the jackpot. I don't think Monique and I ever shut up for the entire 11 days we were there. Um, it was literally a match made in heaven. And by the third day in, we both had been talking about things that we were wanting to do in our lives. And a podcast was one of them. And by the third day, I knew she was the co-host I had been desiring. And then she had already created a bio about our podcast and had a name for it without knowing who her partner was. It was just like so synchronistic. It gives me goosebumps every time I think about it. It's hard to believe that it was already a little over a year ago. And that was, we came out of that at the end of January in 22. And by February, we were recording our first episodes and we put them out into the world by April, right? So there was no, we didn't miss a beat. Um, and I love the work we do. Um, we have 62 episodes out there in a year of recording and every single episode is meant to help those that are curious or interested in human design or just a way to elevate your own understanding and compassion for who you are and how you present in the world and connect with others. We try to do that through the lens of human design with our lived experiences and we bring on guests and we have our individual episodes and it has just been the light of my life. I can speak to that so much. I mean, we are so passionate about it. It's so much fun. And then it just, the evolution of it, we decided to start doing um, duo readings. So people can read from each one of us individually, or we do joint readings together. So you get the benefit of a projector who's meant to really guide and a manifester who's really meant to initiate. You get the duo of both of us to really give you a very comprehensive approach to your beautiful design. And we are loving that. We actually even are doing some one-on-one -on -one coaching with people together jointly. And that has been magical, helping them lean more into their design and become authentically who they are. And then individually, like me, myself, I'm a mindset mentor and a human design guide. And so while I also do a bunch of readings and I'm leaning into more, um, adding some gene key readings, I've been doing some pearl sequence readings to help people understand how they attract wealth and abundance in their lives, but I also am a mindset mentor. And so I work with people privately as well, just on how to get out of their own way to get what they want and live their best life. Word. We're here for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Oh, that was so well said. See, that's why I told you to go first. Um, so <laughs> I um yeah, I'll just add on that um when you know, when Amy and I did meet on our um on our human design reader training, it was uh such a kismic like connection. And it was um like she was saying, I had this stuff like written out, but I didn't know what it was for or what, you know, and the, those are good examples of like my my splenic intuition kind of doing things for me before I'm I even know why. Um, is what I'm learning and like uh, and and yeah it was just so um, when when Amy came into the room where we were roomed together it's you know she's a manifester and this is some like strong energy it's like eight to nine percent of the population when we're talking about human design numbers and it was like the door swung open like it was like energy in the room and it was intense and like I like for a second I was like whoa like not like almost like scared like am I is this oh, I'm like half scared like you know and then <laughs> and I and I saw and I and I had been there for a few hours uh, you know my flight got there earlier and I, I, I had like my crystals and my books I brought like half my fucking library because one line needs all her information and um I just was setting up my area like chilling you know like in my like it was just me and then boom it was like and I was like, whoa. And then, and I saw it and Amy like softened in the time. Like, I mean, within like seconds, minutes of us knowing each other, she was like laying on the bed, just chilling, like watching me, like go unpacking my things. And we're like, it was like, it was just such a, um, I don't know, like a, we had known each other before kind of thing. And, and just like she said, from then on, we didn't shut up and we didn't, we had so many, um, you know, we together, we make a manifesting generator, which is what you all are individually. So we always feel really charged up when we're together and really um, excited. And it's just, it's felt. Um, and so, like Amy said, we do work together. That's something that's um, newer on our plate, but Amy's been a mindset mentor coach for a while and um and I started as a spiritual life coach and then human design found me kind of early on and so I quickly was knew that I was meant to like blend these two things to help people in the way that it helped me um and uh that's kind of what I do individually with with clients and and like Amy said we do it together now too which has been so um cool because of the joint perspective on like she was saying on things it's it's um it's pretty powerful stuff and and if anyone listening is thinking about like getting a reading like get one like if even if it's not from us like whoever feels right because it it truly will open your eyes to some things about yourself I feel like you know if you're ready we for had that. a we had a really good time teaching a recent podcast guest and in the, in the patreon version which is the extended after the show stuff we were like, I asked her, I was like, what's your human design? Just curious. And she's like, what? And Kelsey was like, what? And so she like pulled up her chart. We pulled up her chart and we were like, we don't know that much, but we were able to tell her like what her profile, what her type meant. And like, I looked up what her profile meant and she was just like, oh my gosh, yes. And she was so excited. And I was like, this must be what you ladies feel all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but do you meet people now like because I just uh recently had another discussion with a client who didn't know what it was do you find that you still find people that are like what is this and why do I need this because I feel like everybody almost everybody knows now oh yeah no, no. not really huh? just in our circles <laughs> yeah it really depends 
like where and whom you're talking to you know it's like uh also i just want to note that's very five one of you kelsey to be out there spreading the good word oh yeah human design even when you're that's like one of my good friends um is a five one man jen and she will be she's like monique i told somebody about you i told them kind of about what you do i told them i didn't really know exactly the thing but <laughs> they're interested and i'm like god i love you i love you five one singles that's so um, funny yeah so thanks for that i love y'all out there educating people like it's just, that's part of the thing, right? We all help each other grow and expand. And, and you know, um, a bunch of things y'all said on our episodes when we had you on are with me forever. Like, I mean, really you dropped some some good words on us too. So I love that like stuff we have said has stuck with you too, enough to share. <laughs> and um, I love that you pulled up charts. Like, look at you, yeah. like, oh, I love that. Um, I forgot what else I was going to say. Uh, well, the, it was just like, how, how often is it that people like, don't know what it is? Oh, like, right. do you, do you, do you find it just, I'm sure you do just as exciting today as you did when you first got started. It's like, it's like introducing somebody to like your favorite movie where you're like, are you watching this part? But are you seeing it? It's like that, like <laughs> little kid feeling of like, you get to experience now what I felt when I first got into this. It's very, very cool when you can do that. That's a cool I way to describe it. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And I feel like I still definitely run into so many people. Um, I am very grateful that, you know, kind of the people in my quote unquote tribe community that know that I do this, they do a good job of bringing people to me that don't understand it. And so it's that warm invitation to bring them in. Sometimes people are, you know, like excited about it like we are, but to answer your question, are we just as excited? I can speak from, I feel like even I'm even more because the more that I learn and the more that I experiment and the more yeah. that I play, the more that I just want to share. It's just like painful not to bring it up. And it's like interactions with new people. I am profiling. <laughs> There's no other, it's like, oh, I see that. And they must have this and they might, you know. And okay. It's just, so you're not like, hey, what's your type? You're just like trying to figure it out. But that's so cool. Yeah. Yes. I do that yeah. too, because in my work, I have to know like how somebody takes in like their suggestibility, like what type of input they have. And I'm always like, mm, I pretty much, we could do the test, but I'm pretty sure I know already. <laughs> yes. It's really cool when you have that. Cause it's hard to take that hat off once it's there and you have that knowledge, like you're analyzing everyone. And I just wish we had this stuff in high school. Oh my gosh. Way before that. I mean, before. I now, you know, I'm a grandma now, believe it or not. And so my daughter has, um, he'll be five months old tomorrow. And oh. you know, like when she was in labor, I'm like, okay, I know his design. If he's born by this time, this is what is, and I'm so I'm telling her and her husband, all of this stuff. And then he waited 17 more minutes and his design completely changed 17 wow. minutes later. So I was like, yeah, so everything I told you isn't right. And we're going to start over. that. Yeah. And so I created this little digital library for them to understand, you know, parts of him before he can even tell them. And it's just been, I watch him and observe him in his design and it is just spot on. It's so cool. See, and this is interesting about somebody who knows so much like you ladies do that can just kind of break it down as you're communicating with someone or having them in your experience, because some people don't know when they were born, you know, like, I yes. know that some people like, well, my, I, I have no idea when I was born, I was adopted, or just for whatever reason, I don't know. Um, is there any, I mean, do you just go off of observation in that in that moment? Or do you are, is there a way around that? I don't know. 
That's a good, yeah. What do you do, ladies? Great I mean, question. it's a good question. It's a great question. I would say that it's probably um, an like choice by choice, like a practitioner or a person's choice on uh -huh. what they would do. Because I'm sure there's some people that would say no, like I can't Don't tell you anything them. else. You yeah. know, like because it's almost doing a disservice. You know, at that point, like. But um, I personally, what I do is, if the person wants to. Um, Sometimes that's a painful subject to bring up, you know, when you don't know your birth time and that's not something that you can ever get, or, you know, it's not something necessarily, yeah. you know, and, and so um, if they want to go there, what we can do is we can sit down and pop in throughout the day, different times. If you know the date, you know, and the place, we can look at how much the day changes. You know, I would do like 1 a.m. and then 2 a.m. and then 3 a.m. And, you know, so it takes some time, right? There's some, and uh, we would see how much it changes. And there are some days where a lot of things change. And there are some days where, you know, you, let's say you're, maybe you're a manifesting generator all day, that type, but maybe your inner authority changes, which is kind of a big deal, or maybe you're, you know, then the deeper oh, levels, wow. there's levels on levels on levels, like all the yeah. environment pieces and the perspective pieces, those definitely change. Um, in the minutes of the day. So there's, you know, um, I also, if it's not like, if you have a ballpark of a time when you were born, you know, like we could do that too. Like in the, within those, like from 12 to two, I know it was within there. Well, let's look at those two hours and let's focus on the bigger stuff that doesn't change like your type, because I can still offer you a lot of information that will be helpful for you and your and your self-awareness journey i think with your just your type you know amy and i say that all the time just yeah. if everybody knew their type this whole world would really be running quite quite yeah. differently just on that just if we knew our aura type forget all like the other millions of you know um informations we can um i love how amy just casually is like earlier like and now i do gene key readings too i didn't know that i'm like <laughs> <laughs> that's very manifester they uh, forget to inform sometimes, but I love that's a deeper layer. So like Gene Keys is like, a, I like to say it's like a cousin to human design, yeah. sort of. So it's like, um, you know, more about the genetics. There's correlations here with it. I'm not the girl to talk to you about this because I have a lot of abstract circuitry. The logic side of things eludes me sometimes. I love it. I'm fascinated by it, but it's a lot of um, more layers. I mean, the system mm -hmm. is so layered, right? So, um, and, aren't and we all, my dear? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we're, we're Perfect. looking at a system that's understanding humans. So yeah, yeah. it's going to be a layered system. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 Um, I also want to say it with regard to what, what Amy mentioned about um, her new grandbaby and how powerful that is because human design was really brought forth for the children. Like it's all, it's good for us to, to, to look at ourselves this way and understand ourselves and start this process of deconditioning um, and taking off some of the stuff we've maybe put on throughout our lives, you know? Um, but if, when you can support a child from the get, in their energetics, you're talking about raising a human that doesn't have the same conditioning that we all have right now, that we're yeah. discovering and undoing and all of that. You're talking, and so really when when the founder or the person that brought this forth was like, started to work with people, like he quickly was like, okay, this is for the children. Like I have to teach the parents so that they can raise the children of the yeah. thing. So it's like, because again, this stuff is, um, and to your point, birth times are getting more and more important. 
like than they were, you know, when you look at um, a lot of older generations and, and I mean, I don't know, we, uh, at least here in America, I guess I can't speak for everywhere, but I feel like it's um, more like more people that are having babies now are having more awareness of birth time. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually quite shocked that so many people my age and even like 10 years younger, 10 years older, even know, because it was I mean, yeah, the 70s were like age of Aquarius astrology, all that stuff. But it really isn't something that you're like, make sure you get the birth time. Like it wasn't, it's not, it wasn't as prevalent. I know all my, like, it's just in there. It's in my brain. I'm never going to forget it. Um, because not only is it important to me, but now I know how important it can be to them to learn more about themselves too. And I, that's something that I don't think a lot of the previous generation and the one before even had. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, for, for me, it was, uh, you know, I have an eight-year-old. Um, she was, I guess, six, five when I, when I started learning about design things. And one of the first ways I started learning was by pulling people around me's charts, right? I pulled my mom's chart. I pulled my kid's chart. Um, I looked at it with regard to um, my chart. You know, mm -hmm. it's cool to see, even if you don't understand what you're looking at, um, if you pull your chart and somebody in your life's chart, you can kind of see how these things can go together. Even if you really don't know what you're looking at, there's going to be some spaces in your child, partners, parents, sisters chart that are going to be colored in. And there's going to be some in yours that are white and not colored in. And they're going to match up because we are naturally doing this together. Yeah. And so when I pulled my kid's chart and learned about her design, um, not only is she a really unique design for a, like, she's a projector like me, but she's a more unique inner authority. It's like really small number percentage of humans. And also her profile is more rare. And so I'm like, huh, not a wonder that her mom was like, got this information to like, yeah. and, and, and then there was this one moment where like, I just tried, I experimented with something in her chart and it was like, she was a whole different child. Like in that moment, everything changed from the pattern we had been doing in the mornings. And I was Do like- Do you teach parenting workshops? Cause I have three kids and could really use your help lady. Girl, whenever you want, let's do it. I don't even um, know. And, I, and that's the thing. That's the reason I want to kind of know more about this. When I think about, wow, this could really help clients. Like, yeah, uh, of course, that's great. And I can be a better parent to the, the child that maybe I don't understand his train of thought or why he's doing that or why he's thinking that way or, or you know, it just, help, it just broadens understanding in so many ways. If you have a partner, learn their chart. It can help you. you know, like, there's just so many ways it can help. I have a free gift for you. I'm giving away my Money Magnetics Guided Meditation. Every time I do this meditation, I kid you not, if I do it for a few days in a row, money magic seriously happens. Once it helped me to hit my highest month in sales at the time, which was over $28,000. Another time it brought in a new opportunity for my fiance to start making 10X what he made before, which obviously really supercharged our household income. Another time it helped me to attract a huge financial gift, but generally speaking, this is the meditation that I use to just always help me keep manifesting more and more money. You can download it now at kelseyaida.com slash mmfreebie. Find this link in the show notes and you'll have to send me a message on Instagram to let me know how it goes for you. We literally have an episode where we talk about how 
the impact of learning design, what it, and you're just speaking to it. It helps us understand, have commit compassion, communicate, you know, accept all these beautiful words versus resist, force, push, you know, judge all the things that many yeah. people do regularly. I, we feel like design has offered us the ability to let go of all the negativity and offer so much more um, compassion and understanding and acceptance. And, you know, I mean, Kelsey, you have eight defined centers, which of course we talked about in the episode that you're on. And that's what my grandson has. Originally, if 17 minutes earlier, he would have been a splenic manifester. So I told him- Remind me again, the defined ones are the colored in ones, right? That's correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Kelsey, you have Kelsey mm -hmm. has eight of nine. Mm -hmm. yeah. I only have one open center. Yeah. Yeah. And that one packs a punch. So we talked about that too. And so he <laughs> has the same thing. He has eight defined centers. And so his only center is like Kelsey's. It's completely open, no activations, no gate activations there. And so he's only almost five months old. But from the beginning, I said to my daughter, because his is the G center that's open. And I said to her, whenever he is, whenever you can't console him, when something isn't right, change his environment. And I cannot tell you guys, I'm like room, um, you know, the amount of light, yeah. that in, the way it smells, you name it, whatever yeah. sound, all of it. And when she started doing that, it shifted everything. And I said, this is the, like the most, because he doesn't have a consistent way of processing all that. That's what happens when it's undefined. And so just that little intelligence, you have no way to really communicate with your little one. And so just offering that, it just one wow. little shift. It's just so huge. And, you know, Monique and I both are just so passionate about how this impacts kiddos because we both have kiddos, you know, we've just seen how it shifts things and how you can better understand and just, I think I, I think I mentioned this on our episode, but talking about kids, of course, I pulled up all my kids charts just to see them while we're talking about this. And I think I mentioned this, but I don't remember knowing this before, but I must have known this, that my second child has the exact same profile as me. He's the one that's the most like me, hands down. I knew the second he was born, like we have, we have done this before my son, but like, he's got the same profile. He's got the same digestion. He has the same strategy, the same authority. Um, he's just a generator and I'm a manifesting generator, but he has the same strongest sense, which is taste. Our environment's different, but almost everything is the same. Like that's, mm -hmm. is that, that's weird. We did, <laughs> we did talk about this. A we did, bit. right? Was, like it came just, up for sure. I remember. It's just cray cray. Like it's just a lot of things, but I don't know. Like if you are already a six, two, does that mean that your, um, digestion is always the same your strongest mm -hmm. sense is always the same like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's no. just all clinky -dink. no you have a lot in common for sure in your charts yeah for and sure. remember he chose this just like you chose your design mm -hmm. he chose this mm -hmm. and i monique is the one who pointed this out for me when i was so blown away that my grandson in 17 minutes shifted so much but now there's so much more synchronicity with my daughter and so he chose that. He's like, no, that's going to be too different from my mom. And that's just going to cause a lot of this, right? Yeah. And so the more similar I am, and so they have the same profile, they have some of the similarities, similarities, they have the same emotional wave. So think about how comforting that feels for the yeah. little one, you know? And so he yeah. chose that to be able to have that connection, mm. especially if you was first... supposed to be born on March 8th, but he chose the 17th. Okay. Like March wow. 8th. Wow, that's, that's a long, long that's okay. a long time to still be pregnant. I'm just saying. Holy cow, you deserve a medal. 
But yeah, um, okay. So this is also yeah. interesting. Um, what I think we ask this a lot, um, but I think it's important, no matter who's on for whatever. What would you? What is the first thing you want people to know if they're just diving into human design and they just want like the easiest way to kind of get into this? What's the What's the most important thing? Is it their type, their profile? What's that? Their environment. Yeah, um, I would say type. For sure. Like your, your auric design is what we're talking about when um, we're talking about your type, right? And there are five types. Like you said, you're a manifesting generator and your kid is a generator. Manifesting generators and generators are, there's a lot of similarities, but there's a lot of differences too. And then I live there's in a house a, full of generators, four boys, yeah. all generators. Yeah. I'm a manifesting generator. That's Crazy. probably a good thing that you have that man manifesting generator um upper hand there <laughs> since you're the only I don't know what happens if we were all generators what would have like what would that house look like uh, well it's hard to say there's so many elements in the chart True. but the I would say that a lot of for me what I experience is a difference between manifesting generators and generators you both have the sacral defined which if anybody listening is looking at a chart it's the red center well, if it's, yeah, if you're a manifesting generator or generator, it's going to be red. It's going to be defined, colored in, um, maybe not red. I don't know. Different programs color them different colors, but it's going to be colored in. It's the second square from the top, the second energy center shape from the top. And that's the sacral and only manifesting generators. Wait, 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 wait. sorry. Second from yeah. the top or second from the I'm bottom? I'm sorry. Second from the bottom. Either okay. way, because there's only three squares. So you're right either way. True. Square. Okay. That's yeah. a distinction too. Like, because there's diamonds, there's triangles, there's squares. Yeah. So, but you're right. Second from the bottom is what I meant to say. And um, and that's the sacral. You know, everybody knows that word. Well, not maybe not everybody, but a lot of people know that word from the chakra system, right? We know our sacral. It's our gut knowingness. And it's also where life force energy starts. It's creative yeah. energy. It's, you know, um, so... But uh, manifesting generators like yourselves have this sprinkle of like manifester, which is the type that Amy is, um, which is quite different than all of the types. I mean, we're all unique, right? But manifestors like Amy have certain qualities that are very unique to their auric design. And then there's, you know, you guys are both manifesting generators, Lindsay and Kelsey, but you're different types of manifesting generators. Kelsey is uh, what we call a pure manifesting generator who has the, the one of the channels, which means two centers are connected in her design that make her a manifesting generator in this way, that it's a manifesting channel. So a lot of times man-gens like Kelsey feel like manifestors more, behave like manifestors more, might um, move like, you know, it might be more, whereas the way that Lindsay is connected, um, it's still a connection, but it's a different way. So you're, you might be, um, I don't know, not as, um, manifest, you might not feel as, as much as a manifester, but you might, I don't know. I mean, a lot of manifesting generators that I've met feel like manifestors. And what that kind of means is they like to initiate rather than respond. That's the Kelsey, shortest what is way. Your authority? Let me pull it up real quick. Hers is Kelsey is an emotional authority. Yeah, she is. <laughs> and I love how they know more about my chart ever since they saw I know. my chart one time than I know about my chart from looking at it a bunch of times. 
I'm like really weird memory with this stuff. Like I'll know your charts forever. I mean, I love when we like message on Instagram and you're like, oh yeah, because that's this thing in your chart. And I'm like, I didn't even remember that thing was in my chart. So that's great. (laughs) So Kelsey, you have emotional solar plexus. I have sacral. Correct. Mm -hmm. And you're saying that the sacral is not the pure manifesting generator. No, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, sorry. But <laughs> because she's the emotional solar plexus, she is the pure manifestation. Unrelated. Unrelated topics. The, the unrelated. and that are unrelated for, for the sake of okay. what I was saying. I'm sorry. It's a complex it, system. It. I might have it's said so it confusing. <laughs> but um, but um, going back to the difference between generators and manifesting generators, would I feel differently in them? Because I'm a projector and Amy is a manifester. What we have in common is that we do not have a defined sacral. That square that I was talking about to the second one from the bottom, a manifester will never have that colored in and a projector will never have that colored in and a reflector will never have that colored in. We are the non-sacral types. You are the sacral types. There's That's a big component of this whole game, Got just it. that. We live in a very generator, manifesting generator world. Um, you you guys are the dominant types and that's on purpose. You're the creators, right? You're the life force energy. Um, but manifesting generators tend to move a little faster. They tend to skip steps more. Generators tend to kind of stay a little bit more consistent beating like type of thing. Maybe you guys pivot a little bit more than they do, but they pivot too. Um, my biggest felt difference, energetic felt difference, like in my body, when I'm around a manifesting generator, like you guys, I'm like excited all of a sudden. I'm like, anything can happen right now. Are we going to a party? What are we doing? I'm excited. I'm excited. I feel excited. Like something's about to pop off. And then when I'm around a generator, it's similar, but it feels more to me energetically again, like I'm getting hugged. Like, I'm gonna be okay. We're gonna cuddle yeah. and like, watch a movie maybe. And it's gonna be so good. Like, it's just gonna be because grounding, right? Wait, you're That's- a projector, right? Mm-hmm. Now, is it the projector or the reflector that mirrors the energy that they're getting? Or am I wrong mm. on that, both of them? <laughs> Um, I don't know that that's wrong either way. I think that we're all to some degree mirroring energy we're getting True. in our, in our open centers. Cause that's, we're taking in where we're not colored in, where we're white undefined and we're putting out where we're colored in reflectors don't have any centers colored in ever. That's their design. Okay. They're, they're oh. open. So they are reflecting the environment that they are in. Most of the time projectors are absorbing uh, deeply people's energy one-on-one often gotcha. so that's probably the difference in how we can reflect like I am not going to be as good at telling you what's going on in the whole room as a reflector is probably but gotcha. I'm going to probably really get to know somebody in that room <laughs> really <laughs> <Intensely>. well <laughs> and remember it forever wait and so this brings me to a question So I'm wondering, like, because you know how they always say when you first start learning about human design, like about this many percentage of people are MGs, about this many percentage are generators, about this many, blah, blah, blah. So what are your guys' theories as to like the breakdown of percentages? Like, why do you think that there are so few reflectors in the world versus like generators? That's a great question. I love that question. Amy, do you want to answer it? 
Well, I mean, or, I think you touched on it a little bit, Monique, and so we can just extrapolate from there. I mean, we have to have you generators and manifesting generators. You're 70% of the population, which is offering that life force energy that empowers things to be done, created, built, momentum to keep going. Monique for better, I, for worse, right? Because like, is it our fault now? No. <laughs> no, for better. We want it to yeah, always yeah. be for better. Never but remember, for worse. We told 70% of, of this is us. 70% is is the you know the two types together that have the about 35 36% manifesting generators about 35 36 generators yeah okay. together okay. the majority yeah and remember we told each of you independently on the episodes it's really really important and Monique loves to share this and I love how she says it but to be super aligned with how you're using that potent energy because yeah. we have seen too many misaligned because oftentimes you guys do things because you can and what we have tried to say is just because you can doesn't mean, and I hate this word, but that you should, Don't do right? That. Don't you know, do that. Right. This, it's really, does this light me up? Does this excite me? You know, and you know, how do I feel about this? Do I want this? You know, that's really what you get to be asking yourself and your body is responding to you telling if it, you it's for you. You also so know Jurassic that, Park was made by manifestors and manifesting or generators and manifesting generators because they probably. just did it. Yeah. They just probably did a, it. A, yeah, or or a projector came up with the concept and told a manifester and a manifester initiated the whole thing and then the man gens and the gens built the thing. That's, That's probably right. more like it how it went down. Right. But I love um, that. I just want to add on to what Amy is saying. So that's that is the big difference with the sacral non-sacral thing. Like she said, okay. there's a reason you have the energetic capacity to do and commit and create and produce energy you have it in you you're here to do that so if you're um handing that out there all willy-nilly saying yes to every damn thing and every um you know it's like it's you're gonna you're gonna do that if you're not super yeah. aware and discerning you're built to do that and in this world it's set up to like you know really use that and and we don't want that for you sacrals anymore because the truth is the truth is that while amy and i have for sure um committed and overcommitted and said yes to too many things don't don't think we haven't there is a difference in the energetic capacity of what we can do and what you can do you can maybe keep going longer than you ever fucking should and then that sacral burnout is very real like our bodies will probably crap out on us first before yeah. we, we will, we'll try. I mean, we're humans. I say this all the time. Human beings are incredible. Look at the things we can do with ourselves if we want to. I mean, yeah. as moms, as just as people, we can do anything. But do you want to? Because because if if that's not the reason, especially for sacrals, then don't do it. That's my advice. Find another way. Find something you do want to do and do that first. And like just try and reframe that because it's such um, a big part of it. And so. Um, yeah, back to that question. It, that's why I think too, that is the majority. It has to be the majority. This thing couldn't keep going if if you guys weren't, right? Um, but I, I do want to say that um, in my learning of, of human design, uh, a, a while ago, a long, long, long time ago, there were more reflectors in the world. There was a higher percentage of reflectors in the world. Most animals are reflectors. Kelsey, your cute little pup's probably a reflector. Oh, um, wait, I'm going to make you do his chart later. I'll give you yeah, the But we easy. don't know the time. Does it matter? That's okay. You okay. can do the day. Um, it's it's not. There's not as many possibilities with animals. Mm -hmm. We have way more activation possibilities as humans. 
um, part of the evolutionary process, right, of things. But it is cool to look at, a, at an animal's chart. You can pull up a cat. I have my two cats charts. Me and my daughter I look at them. I didn't know you could do your animals charts. I'm doing That's all so my cute. animals. <laughs> yes. I'm and doing I my two cats for sure. And, and most of them are reflectors. And so now think about this. If reflectors are here to reflect their environment, um, that just makes sense. Why do dogs end up like being like their owners kind of, and cats like, you know, so if your dog is really grouchy, then I don't know, maybe that environment is not, I'm, I'm not saying every dog. Maybe but you should look at yourself. <laughs> How happy Check is your yourself. <laughs> um, but it's something to consider and it's cool to think about. And so back in the day when there were, when there wasn't maybe as many of us humans or something like that, there were more reflector uh, percentage of those, but um, huh. It's almost like there had to become less because um, this world, it's got to be really hard to be a reflector in this world today. The amount of stuff that they're taking in and processing for like all of us is a lot because the, we're, none of us are taking it in like they are. None of us are. Like, I don't even know how much they're feeling because that's just got to be fucking nuts. But and then projectors, my type haven't been around since the beginning only at first it was just manifestors and the generator types and reflectors mm -hmm. and then in the i don't know what is it like 1781 ish um pop came projectors and um then you know that's part of partially when the industrial like things started changing in terms of historical times too because yeah. this is immediately what i'm thinking is like for mm -hmm. thousands hundreds of hundreds at least centuries we were basically doing this. You look at the 1200s all the way up to the 1600s. We're doing the same thing. We still mm -hmm. don't know about germs. We still don't know what, what that's 400 years of not knowing nothing. We don't know nothing. We're not, we're not innovating. <laughs> we're not improving on anything. We have the catapult. We have the sword. We're good to go. Like that's it. And then you hit like late 16, 1700s all the way into the 1800s. And we haven't stopped. We haven't even paused. We haven't slowed down. We're just like churning out products and like ideas and all these things have just like exploded like a firework when for hundreds of years we were like, you want porridge or do you want, <laughs> you want porridge or dirty water? What do you want? And it's like <laughs> so funny when you, when you talk about it through this lens of human design, I can't, I'm a huge history buff and genealogy and all that stuff is like, that's my jam. And so when a guest comes on and like talks about things that I'm like, no, yeah, that's, that's real. No, that's true. And it's so funny because it doesn't matter what lens you're looking at it through. It's true. And it's real. And it's, I need to know though, why projectors, how did they just pop into existence? Because when you said that, I was like, wait, what? They haven't always been around. Yeah. Like, how um, did that so work? It's we're just, we're the newest type. We're like the babies of all the types. And, um, it's it's the the thinking is that sort of like what you said i'm glad you're a history buff because i'm not but there are these like global cycles of things that happen right as i'm sure you're familiar with as a historian um and uh and we're coming up on a new one in 2027 that's another thing that human design talks about like you said we've been going and going and going and going in this mm. way and i think what you were describing before was like we were surviving is what we were doing exactly we we're surviving yes yes and then we were intellectually growing and now now girls after 2027 we're about to emotionally grow as a species and it's Hold shit's on. gonna change okay. and 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 there's gonna be a different in. level of awareness that you know we're getting prepared for i think in all of our own unique ways since i know us pretty well but 
I hope the collective is getting prepared too, because there is going to be some sort of a shift. And and so why did how did projectors show up? I'm not really sure how, but why? I mean, well, I guess my I question guess, more is like, how did they not exist before? So was just nobody born at the right they weren't time? Needed. Or I don't think we were needed. I think that manifestors were running the show. They were dictating and initiating, and generators were creating the things. And huh. projectors weren't as needed. Maybe that I don't know. Maybe there was not as many people to guide. Projectors are here to guide, um, and we're here to get to know the other in order to do that. I don't know. What do you think, Amy? Why do you think projectors came later? Do you have thoughts on that? No one's ever asked me that. I love yeah, that question. I I love Lindsay's input that you know, and and I like your reflection of it, Monique. I think we were just like the status quo, right? It was just like, okay, here we are, and then something changed, and you know, we decided it was time to evolve into something else, and so you know, here we go. It's kind of like, you know, when something new pops up, we're like, wow, that shifted everything, and it was time. It was time for a shift for us to be able to be ready for the next whatever. Just like she was talking about in 2027, it's going to be time for a shift. Me personally, I think we could not exist without 70% of the population having that life force energy. Could you imagine if 70% was either a manifester like me just out there making initiations with nobody to carry him out? We'd be fucked as a universe, okay? What a mess that would be because I don't have the energy to see it through. I've done it plenty, but let me tell you, burnout is real. And I am one mean bitch when I'm burned out, right? Like I'm <laughs> angry. That's my not self. I am angry. And most often you guys, I'm angry at myself, right? Yeah. Because I've gone outside of at a long time. I didn't even have any boundaries, but I just went, I just, but I did what, I, what was modeled for me. And by the way, what was modeled for me was by manifesting generators and generators that, most of us, yeah. that I had to be doing and keeping up at that pace. And I was very angry a lot. We also, how can we have so many guides, right? Like Monique, if she is the one and God love her, what she sees, you know, they need time to back away and release it and process it and see the efficiency, the improvements that are possible. And if 70% was doing that, who do we follow? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Right. So I think the dynamics are set up for the most successful collective and those uh -huh. beautiful unicorns as the reflectors you know, it's, it's a lot for them to take in. So we're sensitive for them. The more that we learn this, the more that we get to empower them to show us things, but also really invite them to take time away from it all. So they don't feel so much of what all of us are putting out all the time. That's my perspective of it. Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal. Once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal. And that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential.
So Ooh, this huh. makes me think that there might be another type that's just going to pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, how do we days. know? Yeah. There's no rules well, anymore. There could there be aren't. something else coming. <laughs> but how do you, how do we know? Like, how do we know there were never projectors? Is there something that like tells us like nobody has been a projector before? Because that's, I'm interested in this. This is so interesting. Um, I mean, I can I can send you some definite source material to get you a little bit more versed um, for your because I can see that you're interested. And I love that. Um, and I don't I don't know the answer to that. I just I think that this is how the system was channeled to raw. Yeah. And like this is this was the breakdowns of the things. And um, I think, Amy, you just did a really good job of like, you know, because if you if you stop to imagine it the other way, um, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't no. make any sense. And, and it completely and, makes sense the way you guys are explaining it. It, it of and, course, like this feels true. And there's this like um, concept, uh, like it's, um, you know, human, I, 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 Kelsey and I were messaging about it once on Instagram. I said human design harmonics and Kelsey's like, that's a book name. And I'm like, I love you. Um, but that's the idea here is like, we're here to do this thing together, right? Anybody that is self-aware knows that, right? No, no man is an island, right? But, um, you know, it, the idea here is the manifestors will initiate, can initiate and inform and like, so Amy can drop a great idea right now, let's say, and, um, you, uh, Lindsay and Kelsey right now might have things to add on to that idea, ways to create that idea. But what you're doing in that moment, man, gents, you're responding. You're not initiating an idea out of thin air. A manifester initiated you and you responded. Now you're yeah. like, go. you're on, man, Jen. Now everything's going to work great because you're going it's to like a, a place relay. of response. Response, not initiation. And then my projector ass is going to watch you all do this for a minute. And I'm going to learn a bunch of things from all of you and how you move. And then if you ask me, I'm going to give you my insight on that. And, and if, if you don't ask me, then you're not probably not the person that I'm here to spend my energy sharing with. And then the reflector in the room is going to, if we ask them <laughs> at some point later, probably reflect for us the entire environment of how this project is going for us. Like in an ideal team, you know, for a thing, that would be the ideal setting. And then Amy can come and go as she pleases and she can just drop initiations in and then not do all the group things that we do because sometimes manifestors don't want to. They don't like being told what to do. And, you Wait, know, you guys like can me. carry the energy that the sacrals are going to carry the energy of the room for sure. Um, you know, and there's just this beautiful harmony that can exist in this way. If we, if we all like kind of um, stay in our lanes and like, yeah. it's not the best way to put that, but um, the idea is like, Own I don't your have genius. to try so much yeah, so right. much yeah. i have on your really zone of simple, i have a really simple analogy it's a baseball analogy so four chicks on here whatever okay but baseball is an american sport hey, baseball. We know what it is. okay my kid <laughs> played baseball so i get it okay so real quick five energy types think about the game of baseball manifestors are the pitcher nothing happens if they don't throw a pitch right there there's an initiation right there something there's impact if they throw a pitch they are informing, right? Because the, I think it's the catcher, forgive me, that's like doing the little signs and the pitcher's like, nope, I'm not throwing that pitch, right? They're like, nope, nope, nope. And then the pitcher mm -hmm. says what pitch they're going to throw. That's an initiation and they're informing. That's what I do. And by the way, if you've ever watched the game, they don't do a lot more than that. And I wouldn't yeah. want either. I'm going to throw my pitch and then I went off the fucking field and go on with the rest of my day. That's kind of how <laughs> it's for, for the manifester. The generator, so Lindsay, the rest of the kiddos, 
the boys in your household, husband and the husband. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So all three of them, they are consistently the batter. They are consistently responding to what is being initiated. They can go to the infield and outfield, but they most consistently are wired to bat, swing, swing, swing. And they're swinging at what's being sent to them. You two beautiful humans as manifesting generators can be infield and outfield and the batter. And you could probably sub for the pitcher if you really had to, because y'all mm -hmm, can do mm -hmm. it all and you want to mm -hmm. do it all. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, so then Monique as the projector, she's the beautiful coach right? She's guiding. She sees the insights and the wisdom of what is best for the team. And the reflector is the umpire who's auditing the whole thing. So there you go. In a nutshell, those are all five mm -hmm. energy types. Can I like you imagine? that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's a really simple way to kind mm -hmm. of like, you know, to put see it that yeah. it is. My it husband is. loves baseball. I'm going to tell him this. Okay. I'm going to yeah. get it wrong, but I'm going to try. It's, it is a good way. Just play him this part of the episode. I mean, <laughs> yes, honey, yes. listen, um, I, it is a good succinct way to do that. And I love that because in that analogy, you can see, um, again, why I want to be a man, Jen, in my next life. I'm just saying it one more time, universe, but they <laughs> can do anything. You can, you can be the infield, the outfield. You can probably even do the initiating if you want, yeah. but again, like, do you want to, are you, are you, you know, like, do you need to? And also my projector asks, if you ask me, is going to be like, girls, I know you can, but you don't have to. Yeah. All you have, you know, I'm going to like be able to see like you can like I can see where you're overusing or I can see where you're like you're about to put yourself into frustration mode, girl. You're like two steps away from frustrating your damn self right now. Say no to that thing like right now <laughs> and just do one is, thing you really want to do. Just one this thing. It's really I, good to know about you see, specifically now, as a friend because yeah. I'm going to yeah. come to you because I'm the person too. who's always doing too much. All at the yeah. same time, I literally just got married and then I couldn't even wait one whole week to get a puppy. Like, this is me. Okay. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And we're recording an episode. I know. I'm like, it's the week after her wedding. God, like, I don't know. Right. My projector ass is like better. I'm off for like a month. I think if I get married tomorrow or something, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't even know. I need some um, more of that. I need some of that medicine. I hope you do reach out to me. You and your eight centers. Think about that. You have eight centers that you're consistently putting out energy, of course. And you're built to respond as a manifesting yeah. generator. How could you not get caught up in the responding? I see it all to respond the time. To. I mean, yeah. especially I really because feel... I have so many ideas that I feel like I need to respond to. And that's where I get hung up. Because like, does it have to be something outside of you that you're supposed to respond to if your strategy is to respond? That's a, that's a tricky question. I think that if you're, um, I think that you can respond to something inside of you, like your own inspiration as a, as a man, Jen, especially, um, Kelsey has a defined head. You have a defined head. So probably, right. You know, I if would say you really to you, want to. <laughs> Lindsay, I don't know. Lindsay has an undefined head. I don't know if I would say that to Lindsay. If you're re constantly responding to something inside of yourself. I can tell you it ain't. I can tell I you question it ain't. that. Because again, this is consistent for Kelsey. So yeah. the inspiration for undefined heads, like Lindsay, Amy, and I come from outside of us. So it, for, for Lindsay, I would say ideas and stuff like that, you're going to always have more ease if you respond to something outside of you. Kelsey, I don't know that I would say that to you. I would say maybe both, mm -hmm. I, you know, because you do have inspiration inside of you. I would say, though, watch that line. Like, you know, like, are you initiating? Are you trying to come up with the thing? Like, or did it come to you? And then you're like, oh, I have energy to do this. Cause that's a yeah. different thing. 
right? Yeah, it's so it's so nuanced too, because I feel like personally, I get so much inspiration. I have so much creativity and I'm just like without the time and the energy to execute it all. But like at first, all of it sounds exciting. So then I'm like, well, how do I know what to act on and what not to act on when all of it feels like a hell yeah, like I want to do this. I have to do this. But then two months in one year later, I mastered it. I did it. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm bored. But now maybe like I still am committed to it. So I can't just be out you know, like in a perfect world, yeah. a man trying to be like, I'm over this, I quit moving on. But like, mm-hmm. that's not always the reality, right? Like if I get over having a puppy in a year, I can't just be like, oh, I'm over it moving on. You I'll know? take it. <laughs> I was going to say though, you. but can you, can you? I was going to say can't or won't, man. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things you all say that you, you would the, also the, in your example right now that you gave, I would say you're an emotional inner authority too. So you, you saying yes in the moment is, I would not recommend for you. Well, Don't do not recommend sit on unless it. it is. I mean, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but with big things, big commitments, I would say, wait a minute before you fuck. Yes. It, because you might be at an emotional high. Amy's yeah. dying to say some shit. Say it. Amy. Well, say it girl. I really want to answer the question about, can you answer your own questions? And I think a lot yeah. of your mechanics um, in your design that Monique was sharing say a little bit of yes. And we're also going to sprinkle in a little bit of um, loving caution, right? Like not like, oh my God, be afraid, but like a loving caution, right? Because you're a triple split, Kelsey, which means you have Mm. three different points of connectivity within your design that are all communicating, but they don't all communicate at the same time. So you do have some internal wiring that's like checking in. Okay, we good here, we good here. So there's a little bit of internal responding mechanically that is going to be required to happen for you to have clarity. And Monique's point about your um, inner authority being emotional, good Lord, I could like, we could talk for hours about this, but that puppy thing is so much your 4919 emotional wave. Man, you're gonna want Mm -hmm. that thing when you're pissed at (laughs) something else. You're gonna love on that puppy. You're gonna get all the comfort that you need and then everything's gonna be right with the world. But your (laughs) other emotional wave, you've got this fantasy about how it's all gonna be in your fuck yes. And then you get into it and then you're like, oh. Maybe that wasn't what I thought it was. And our invitation is, is learn a little bit discernment about when you're like not in that wave of high or low, but also when you do get in. And even if you uncover, if you think you vetted it completely and you uncover, it's not for you, fuck it. It's not yeah. for you. There's some other man gen or generator who is chomping at the bit to do that thing. And I want you thinking you're robbing them of their opportunity to sprinkle in their zone of genius where you're meant to move on to your next zone. And mm-hmm. I think that if we could empower people to do this and use the mechanics of their design to do that, we would stop being so fucking overwhelmed yeah. and burned out and all the things and bitter and angry and frustrated and resentful and all that. It would all end because we're just like, yep, I'm done with that. And there's no judgment, right? No judgment. Mm-hmm. Kelsey, what is your not self theme? Frustration. Frustration. You so guys all have the same. So we have the same. Type, yeah. Each type gets a not self theme. Each type. This is how I like to do it. When I do readings, I tell the person each type gets a word, two words that I would love for you to leave today thinking about with you for the rest of your life. Okay. The two words are your not self and your signature. Everybody gets a signature. That's like the promise to you from life and the universe for ease and flow. If you do the thing, if you do your strategy, you will have this signature. And if you don't, you're going to have more not self. Okay. 
those are the weird human design words of it, but there's two sides, two words for your types, for generators and for manifesting generators. Because although you're manifesting generators, your aura operates the same as a generator. If, if you put them, if all we saw was your auras, we would see generator auras, even though you're man-gen. So, but your two words are frustration and satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Am I satisfied? Is what I'm doing making me, is going to make me feel satisfied? Am I satisfied right now? In Lindsay's case, I would say, am I satisfied right now? In Kelsey's case, I would say, is this going to satisfy me? In Let me check in today, tomorrow, and next week with my emotional wave. Is this going to satisfy me? Is this going to satisfy me? Lindsay, your authority is a more in the moment um, type of check-in. But is this going to satisfy me? Or is this going to frustrate me? Am I am I finding frustration in my life? Because I'm probably over-yesing things if I am. Mm -hmm. And that and then I'm frustrated because I'm now I'm committed and not gosh, you guys hate breaking commitments. Oh, oh, you already said yes. God forbid you say no, right? No, say no. Say, they'll be okay. Like Amy taught me this. Has anyone ever disappointed you? Probably, right? Has anyone ever pulled a commitment out from under you? Yeah, mm -hmm. you're okay, right? You made it. <laughs> They're gonna be okay. They're gonna be okay. It's not I your job you. to follow through all the commitments. You know, it's true. And so for your for your type, frustration, satisfaction. For Amy's type, manifestors listening out there, anger. That's why she's talking about how she showed up angry a lot. Anger and peace. They're meant to be, they're meant to feel peace, not anger. So if you're See, a See, that sounds like me. So much of Amy sounds like me. The need for like, like overpeopling and needing well, your own space. And I like- say, I sometimes tell manifesting generators to consider anger and peace as themes as well for them. Think yeah. about both. Those probably are okay. relative for you too, because Fair. You're, you're, you're a hybrid of a, a generator right. and a manifester, you know, a little bit. You're, I like to say sprinkle a manifester because again, your aura's a generator, respond. But you're not self, I'm sure, can show up as anger as well. So then for manifestors, like their best question to ask themselves before committing or diving into something would be, is this going to bring me peace or anger long-term, right? Is that, is that what we're getting something at? Something like that, Something yeah. like that. And then what about for the other peace? two types? So or the other three types? My word for projectors would be success is my signature and bitterness, not self. <laughs> Such a specific word, right? God, when any projector learns this, they're like, oh, fuck, they saw me. Somebody saw me because nobody can give out bitterness like a projector. It's sick. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like mental warfare. The things we do with the bitterness. I'm sure you all have one in your life. I now you're one. probably gonna look up the friend you're thinking about. Like, oh, I know, I know who's a projector because it's again. Think about it. We can see a lot into the other, a lot more than everybody else is seeing. So when we overcommit to the people and say too many yeses and stuff, we get real bitter that they are not seeing us back. Real bitter. It's like, God, yeah. I saw you and I did, you know, it's a different, um, it doesn't necessarily, I mean, I get angry, of course, I get frustrated, of course, but bitter, that's, that is, that lands for me in a whole different way. And right. um, projectors are also just fun fact, the type with the most various inner authorities. So like as a manifesting generator, you can only be an emotional or a sacral inner authority. Those are the only two options. Um, as a manifester, there are three options. You can be an ego manifester, an emotional, or a splenic. As a projector, there's like six or seven options for us. There's splenic projectors, mental projectors, ego project. Like it's a, a variant. So the bitterness shows up real unique is my point to tell you that. So it might not be as obvious. Some uh, projectors, it may show up more like 
frustration or whatever. Okay, uh, reflectors are supposed to feel surprised by life, delight and surprise, and they will feel disappointment in their not self living when they are not allowing, basically not allowing life to surprise them. When when reflectors get very attached to everything, that's very 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 not supportive for their design i would say like more or, than or any other of us yeah like if they expect something of themselves right oh i sampled that and i like how that felt i'm going to try to keep that on you know for Forever. and that's, yeah. it's yeah so they try to attach mm -hmm. to something for sure so those do are the guys, the words do either one of you guys watch the show suits i have mm, seen it before yeah. but i don't like watch it a okay, lot. So you wouldn't know because I could tell you like some people that are, you know, like if you knew the characters, I would tell you what their design oh, was. Oh, yeah. I don't know the characters that good. I just know that the women dress fabulous. They're always looking good. <laughs> Amy, Amy and I do this with, with shows. Do you guys have you ever watched Love is Blind? Did you watch any of those? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Amy and I were like on the phone and texting each other like this bitch is a manifester. Yes. This, this one's a projector for sure. We were like, this one's an emotional. They better take some time before we were yes. like all up in them analyzing it was so funny when i was when i was deep diving into the whole uh jd and amber heard like trial i was like i need to know their human design together because it's got to be it's got to be significant and sure yep. enough i i found someone on youtube that did it but she didn't really dive as deep as i wanted her to um and i didn't know you guys at the time otherwise i'd be like yo tell me there's but, a thing um, there i'll I'll try and get that to you if you're still interested. There's definitely yeah, some yes. analytics on that. Gotta I mean, know. it I sounds to. like you guys should maybe dedicate a couple podcast episodes to some of your favorite shows because yeah. that would be a fun way to teach people about human design and people, you know, like people that. are so about the gossip, right? They want to know everything about these people that they think they already know everything about. So just an idea. I don't know. I love I that idea. I bet you Ron Weasley is a projector. Ron Thank you, Weasley. Defined Head. <laughs> that was your defined head giving us an idea see did you see that did everybody hey. hear that that was kelsey's defined head sharing and see that's the thing your head especially for you with defined heads i mean this can happen to any of us but our, we're not here to make decisions with our mind guys that's the thing our mind is here to be used as a tool right to to, to like uh, filter information but but our mind is especially here for the other our head like what mm -hmm. kelsey just did like oh, shared an idea outside of herself with us that could maybe manifest into something and and then she has no attachment to it if it does doesn't doesn't matter beautiful that's the you know like thing here but if kelsey's in her head trying to make her life happen like that there i would say you might meet resistance with that or you might not feel as good like you might not feel like you as much or it's not there for mm -hmm. that it's you know definitely there to be used outside of ourselves that's cool. So would you say as a general rule of thumb, when you have defined centers and you're really gifted and activated in that area, that's something that you're really meant to share and give to other people? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yes. I mean, especially yeah. for you emotional, you, uh, you, Kelsey and Amy, when you have emotional definition in your chart, you're definitely here to um, be like, like Lindsay and I are here to learn about emotions and emotionality in this lifetime whereas kelsey and amy have been born with emotionality inside of their circuitry so there's some wisdom that you're really here to offer my the other uh, you know us being undefined especially if you're willing to go there with, with things like emotions that is your definition i like to say our definition is where we have a consistent relationship with ourselves 
Mm. And in our undefined centers is where we are inconsistent. So, you know, since Kelsey only has one, let's just use that as the example. That's the ego center, the heart center. That's about proving our worth and our and value. And so um, I would say in your case, like that's where you would kind of like you know, watch that and 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 know that in that area you're going to show up inconsistently maybe from time to time you may over try and prove one day and then not the next or you know but you're really here to prove nothing with that open ego i love that about that design amy shares that you are here you have nothing to prove nothing yes like, and honestly, not like, even yeah. to myself because that's yeah, where no, I get that real mantra, caught up. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's a mantra. It's it's a brilliant mantra. I, I like to think of the defined sinners of the sinners that it's like second nature, like Monique was saying. And the ones that are undefined are where we nurture and have the greatest wisdom and potential in our lifetime. And I also like to think about the, the um, centers that are defined as just trust that we're often being observed, right? Where- mm -hmm the centers that were open, we're observing others to see, because mm -hmm. we don't have a consistent way to process it. So we're kind of, I don't want to use the word searching to make you think that you're not whole because like, fuck that noise. We're whole exactly as we are. Right. But it does. I know my open centers, I'm kind of watching what others, and it, that feels okay to me, especially the more that I've learned, mm -hmm. but the centers that I'm defined in, it's just consistent. It happens without me even having to think about it. And it feels like even though I was shocked as shit that I'm having emotional authority. Yeah, I do. I just been stuffing it down for 35 years. Shocking, right? Like, so now <laughs> I'm much more aware of it and I'm allowing it to be a beautiful part of my design because I chose it. And so I want to connect with it and honor it instead of dismiss it, you know, and that's what I had, had done for so many years. So I think a yeah. lot of self-love gets involved in this journey too, you know, and girl, um, reach into the choir. Monique. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, unique, Monique, unique, yeah. Monique. Um, uh, so, you know how you said before, the person you're thinking of, if they're super bitter, see if they're a projector. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. So I did that and mm -hmm. uh, I got a projector. Told you. <laughs> you are okay. so, guys. There's oh my no denying this stuff. When I started learning human design, trust and believe that I was fully learning this for myself. And it was because I was a lot of projectors particularly get really obsessed with the system when they find it, because all of a sudden we're like, Oh my God, nobody's ever talked about me like this before to me. Yeah. Wow. Also projectors, guess what? We suck at seeing ourselves. So you are all in charge of reminding me how, you know, cool I am as my friends and people in my life, because um, and I'm in charge of reminding myself that we don't see ourselves. We're really here to see the other. We're here to see into the other. So we're, yeah. we become obsessed with the other and we don't, you know, do that back to ourselves. So yeah, we have to be reminded in instances like this, but at, when I started working with people and seeing this stuff being proven over and over, I'm like, okay, there is something here. This is not like, we're not just making it up. You can see it. You can see it. Once you learn a little bit about it, you can start to see it with the yeah. people in your life, especially. Well, and it's funny because she's like one of my, like basically a sister to me. Like I love her so much and we're so, we're so alike. And she does have the same profile as me now that I'm looking her up. But what, is there a way to know who, what type or what profile, I guess what type? maybe profile or type is more compatible. Like, is there a way to do that? Or is just everybody compatible with everybody? Well, I mean, you could say either way, I would say, but you know, um, I think that there's, um, I think that with the profile, with the number part, yeah. there's often I have found, so I'm a one four and uh -huh. fours, four lines in particular, 
You have, and me are very compatible. Yeah, I remember you're, that you're, from I forgot from your profile two. right now. What are you six again? Two. She's six a six two. two. Six two, that's right. Um, but and so there's definitely like harmonics to how these profiles can work together. But a lot of times four lines find other four lines. Um, uh -huh. Five lines can make friends with like anybody. It just depends. Like six lines are sometimes more discerning. It just, I think there's a lot of ways to say that. Um, but I, I will say like going back to what, what Amy said too, is like, we're kind of drawn to what we're not by nature, right? As humans. And that's the thing here on purpose. Again, here to work together. I have a defined ego. It is not on accident that Amy and I ended up as podcast co-hosts where, where I have a defined ego. She has a, a completely open one and I have an undefined solar plexus and she has a very defined solar plexus. It's not on accident. Those are two of the centers in the chart that we focus on a lot because they have um, a lot of influence on our conditioning effect and how that sh can show up. And um, that's not that's not an accident. And and you, if you'll know, if you get into this, you start pulling people in your lives, you'll see you fill each other in and you connect those channels. We probably make channels together. I'm sure if we looked at the four of us in this group, there'd be all kinds of cool connections, right? And that's the idea here. We're here. I don't need to ever try and be the thing that you already are, Kelsey, ever, right? We can work together, collaborate, and boom, it's so much easier, right? And so, you know, again, it's like, and so with regard to what's easier for the types, I would say, listen, just the fact that you said this projector is like a sister to you. I mean, I consider myself a, a, a pretty wonderful human being. I'm, I'm good to the people in my life. I love Agree. them. I, I would think that a lot of them would say that I'm a a good friend and things like this. Um, but I know that I've shown up as, as my bitter self a lot, especially before I knew this, um, no fault of mine. But what I can tell you is here's a little tip is like, you can go out of your way to recognize this friend in anything that they're good at in anything that they may offer you advice in that you can't get from anybody else, but them get really specific about how you see this person and let them know that because chances are they don't freaking realize that about themselves and yeah. you're a person in their life that loves them so you could be like whatever your name is i know that you are the person that i need to talk to about this mm -hmm. thing and here's why because you're beautiful at this and that and the other and i'm willing to bet that i mean not that you have an issue with this person but or if bitterness starts to show up play with that Play with, like, I've just seen I've seen it them. with other people, not really with me, but like when you said it, I was like, "Who do I?" Know? Oh, yeah, that would be it. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's some really great ways to see um, if you have access to people's design information. I mean, we can do connection charts, which is just so beautiful. I love doing connection charts, whether it's romantic. Yeah, I was actually going to ask, this is like perfect timing because I was going to say on the Patreon, I have Jeff's chart here, my husband, what up? I keep calling him my fiance yeah. still. Um, And I was like, well, maybe they can dive in for like five minutes and kind of show off their talents of like the Okay, but then reading. you have to do, you have to do able to because I got Obviously, you have his chart, right? Yes, right. okay. not to interrupt you, but we're all on the same wavelength. So I just, yeah. And, and even, out. and even Lindsay, like I've been digging into this, they're called Penta charts and it's your entire family dynamic. Ooh, it's yes. such a beautiful way to see, because we look at very specific centers and gates within them and whoever has the activation, they're going to be the life force of the activation and the energy in that gate and that center for the family. 
And so your youngest son may have a very powerful force in the family where like historically and societally we're told, no, that's the parent's role. And this just flushes all that out and says, wait a minute, let's let the person in the family that holds that torch, that power actually be that for the family. And it's really cool. And then you can see where there might be some activations that are missing and how that, you know, as the family, you can merge some of those. It's just, it's really how you can connect dynamics is really cool. But back to the, are there ones that merge and meld, you know, of course there are going to be ones like you said with your son that feel like, oh God, they get me. Okay. But like Monique's energy type, she as a projector is here to understand the other. Okay. Mm. You, Lindsay and Kelsey, you're here to understand yourselves. So Monique's over here, just like, oh my God, I have to know everything. And she can't see herself. You guys are like, y'all are good. I need to know about me. Okay. And then the manifestors, neither one of those things are aligned for us. We're here to understand our impact. That's why we have a closed aura. We can't, it, it doesn't feel right for us. And I can speak to this. My open heart wants me to let it all in, which just dilutes my impact. Right. And so mm -hmm. it's just, it's really the dynamic of that. But I can tell you as a manifester, Monique as a projector feels very safe to me. She understands that I don't have the same amount of energy. It just, it feels juicy and warm and delicious. And so sometimes you can find those connections. I have, I see a lot of manifestor projector connections happen. My partner's a man, Jen. And now that I understand design, I, and we're both three, five profiles. It's perfect for us. We get it. We have electro electromagnetic sparks, which is where one of us have a gate and the other one has the other one that brings you know, the connection mm -hmm. together, those feel delicious. It's understanding the ones that either somebody dominates or somebody has the whole damn thing that helps you understand where there's potential for friction. And I'm guessing that's probably what we're going to talk about in your charts with your spouses. Yay. So oh, yeah. that's I, just I love awareness, that. you guys. It's I, just yeah. awareness, right? That's a really that empowers us to be able to have a much broader understanding of the relationships that we're in. Yeah. I was just going to say, that's a great way to put it because if you like uh, most of my best friends are manifesting generators. Um, my daughter's a projector. So uh, there are times where I love when it's just me and my kid. It just feels easy. It feels like we don't have to do anything. It feels like we could lay around and nobody's going to like judge us about it. We could be a little slower. We could take our day. Like, but then when I'm with my man gen friends, I like we, we, we need that too. My mom is a generator. When my kid and I get together with my mom, it feels different. It's like, okay, we're going to go get some shit done now. Like, let's go, we're going shopping. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Like, we all need that. And then, you know, the, it's just, it's such a good way to put that. Like, I think the way, but then, you know, man gens, you want to hang out with other man gens probably too. Sometimes people that can keep up with you. It's annoying, right. To have <laughs> us being like, okay, guys, we're tired. Or Amy being like, I don't feel like being social anymore. And me being like, I need a nap. And you guys are like, we just started the day. What are you, you guys sound about? like my little sister. We're like so different. And I remember like, I was tired from the weddings. My wedding was like a week long extravaganza. And it was a lot of socializing. And Lindsay was there. She can attest to this. And my sister has a much smaller social battery than me. She is a projector. And um, so, yeah, she likes to move slower. And she teaches me to slow down, which is beautiful. Because when I hang out with her, it's like, okay, it's a little slower. We're not going to get as much done. It's cool. But then, like, when she comes to visit me and Jeff, we're both manifesting generators. She's like, oh, what should I say in this email? What do you guys think about this? She's like getting all this business done, like moving. Moving, moving a lot quicker and so it's just fun to see that in real life and the way you're describing it I'm like oh yeah I've definitely experienced this before 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so again, with the compassion piece, right? Like we can offer this level of compassion to like, you know, everyone in your life that you understand as a projector. Now it's not that they're trying to be like, not as fun or that they're not trying to like, but we just are, we, it's overwhelming. If you think about what I said before, the way that we absorb people is very deep. So in, and, and generators and manifesting generators are kind of built for groups. Your aura is open, enveloping, friendly. It's bouncy. It's electric. It's like, boom, boom, boom. You know, you can go here, you can go there, you can go all over. You can like take a 20 minute nap and feel refreshed. What even is that? Okay. That is not a thing. You weirdos. Okay. I must be so weird though, because I get so like after Kelsey's wedding, I think I had a people hangover. My she's she knows everyone that's ever known me has the first thing they'll tell you is like, oh, she's such a hermit. <laughs> like, we've talked about you this. are. You are. Remember you are. we told you that. Too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're living your best and, design. And you're way more open in your you're you're both man gens, but Kelsey's got eight. Kelsey's got eight centers. To, to to use from you've got yeah. what, three four? she has four Lindsay four. Has four so half is and they're different. all in the straight line yeah they are <laughs> those are just, that's just different that means kelsey has more motors than you that means kelsey has more places to be um maybe to keep on from maybe not but you know i would say that your openness again your aura is open and enveloping you're taking in also maybe not as deeply as my projector ass is but you're taking in people um in in all that openness so for sure you might right, need a little right. bit more like oh yeah, Lindsay, Lindsay has one motor right right Lindsay's free yeah so, yeah yeah I, mean, I don't know I forgot where my motor is it's your, your sacral. sacral baby my mouth no just <laughs> um yeah one. my sacral so it's the, <laughs> it's, the, it's the diamond in the middle right that no. diamond in the middle or the square so it's square it's a yes. square. square yeah, yeah I got that one defined yeah. Oh, no, I don't. So, Hold on. Wait, yes, wait, wait. Yes, I promise. I promise. Yes, you do. No, says. I do. I do. I do. I was just, I was looking at my husband. So I was, I was like, wait, that's not my chart, but I still have it defined. You're right. You all, okay. you always will. If you're a manifesting generator or a generator, you always have the sacral. That is yeah. your life force. Do not give it away. Stop saying yes too much to people. Put up those no's. It's like uh, your aura again with that open, um, enveloping friendliness. It's like nothing can get in if it's too full. If you're mm, guessing and true. your forest is too full, you got to cut the dead trees or the ones that you're just not interested in growing anymore, even if you were really excited about it at first. And yeah. Kelsey, also, you have the channel th- that's like, you want to be busy sometimes for the sake of just being busy. It's true. So it's a beautiful gift, but also we got to check in, right? Because you're an emotional authority. So am I being busy right now for the sake of being busy or am I going to? No, wait and see if I'm still excited about this thing tomorrow. Because yeah. if I am, then that might be a more of a yes for me. It's probably some of the best life advice I ever got right here live oh. on the podcast. Y'all heard it first. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All righty. Well, let's head over to the Patreon and wrap up this conversation. Monique and Amy, please tell everyone where they can work with you, learn more about you, tune into the pod, which is obviously awesome. Get a reading from you, all that jazz. We'll give you this stuff, some of the stuff to put in the show notes. We would love to see you, um, you know, your listenership, uh, join our listenership in the Love Human Be Spirit podcast. Um, in every episode in our show notes, you have a link to book with us, um, you know, if you want to connect with us, but you could also do that on our Instagram page. And then we're both on Instagram as well. So um, we'll, we'll give you all the deets on how to connect with us. We have Perfect. websites and all that. So we'll, we'll fill you in. 
Yep. I'll put it in the show notes, folks. So you can just go down and click away. Follow them both on Instagram. Definitely subscribe to their podcast. Check out my episode and Lindsay's episode on their podcast if you want to continue the collaborative vibes. And um, that's about it. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. Thank you to everybody who has left a review and shared the podcast with friends and family. We super appreciate it. It really helps the show a lot, especially because our goal is to get over 1 million downloads before the end of 2023. And we definitely need and appreciate your help to do it. You can further support the show by joining patreon.com slash high vibe to get exclusive content, extended episodes, bonuses, and more. Thanks again for listening. We love you so much and we'll be back next week with another new episode. Bye. Bye.